Welcome everyone to the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. We'll be joined by Ronnie in just a moment. I wanted to do a quick update on some of the news stories that broke since we originally recorded this episode. The first one involving a trade of Patrick Beverly. Yes, Patrick Beverly has been traded again. He started off the year on the Minnesota Timberwolves. He was traded to the Utah Jazz as part of the Rudy Gobert trade. He never put on the Jazz uniform. He was traded to the Lakers this week in exchange for Talon Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Uh, both of those guys, Stanley Johnson and uh, Tucker, are shooting guards. I'm sorry, Johnson is a power forward. Horton Tucker is a shooting guard. Patrick Beverly is also a, shoot, a point guard. Uh, so those positions changed. I feel like this gives the Lakers a little bit more, a little bit more of an edge, some defensive toughness. That's really all you're going to get from Patrick Beverly. He's not a strong scorer. His assist per game as a point guard, you know, under five. He is not. He's not going to make an All Star team. He's not going to be the guy that that you need to run all the plays through. And they don't need that, right? They have LeBron James. They have Anthony Davis. But it starts to bring into question whether or not Russell Westbrook will be part of this formula going forward. Him and Beverly don't have a great relationship. They don't play the same style of basketball. And you've already heard reports that they're kind of fed up with Westbrook. So is this the sort of uh, piece that they were looking for to to finally pull the trigger on trading Westbrook? Or are they going to try to find a way to make these guys coexist should be interesting to see what happens uh, as the season kicks off. Uh, just about a month and a half now, a month and a half away from the season tipping off. In other news, injury news, Chet Holgram, the number uh, number two overall pick by the Oklahoma City Thunder, he has been injured. He was playing in a Pro-Am game and trying to cover LeBron on transition. He actually successfully stopped LeBron from scoring, but he hurt his foot in the process, his right foot. He is going to be out for the entire year. He misses his his rookie season and uh, injury that is... It sucks. You know, as a rookie, you want to come in and make your impact in the league. He has a lot of swagger. He talks a lot of talk. And now he'll have to wait a whole year before we can see if he can live up to that hype. He is not the first. He's actually one of many players that have missed their rookie season due to injury. Uh, some have had very successful careers afterwards. Joel Mead, Ben Simmons are two that come to mind. Uh, and some not not so successful. Uh, the first one that jumped in my head was, was Greg Oden, who was the number one overall pick many years ago, the same draft as Kevin Durant, and he missed his first season uh, due to a knee injury, and he never really looked the same after that injury. You hope that Chet can come back, especially if you're an Oklahoma City fan, but he will miss his rookie year due to injury, and that's that's a huge setback for this team. They're a young team, and they were looking to start to, to build something, put something together, and they're going to have to wait another year. In other news, Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Terrain Prince was arrested for a warrant for drug and weapon charges in Texas. Uh, the headline's a little misleading. He was pulled over in May for possession of a handgun, and he had uh, a vape canister containing THC and a few other things, and those are all fine. It was the, the marijuana that they ultimately wanted to test and see how much was in there, and the test just came back, and that's when they issued the warrant about a week and a half ago. Uh, and it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. He was arrested because they recovered one one hundredth of an ounce of THC. I, I don't even know how they test that much. It's such a, a ridiculous amount that that's what caused the warrant to be released. So a warrant was put out for his arrest. He was arrested in Miami at the airport uh, as a result of that when they were checking his his credentials to fly. Um you know, he's he's not an all-star player by any means. He signed a two-year, $16 million contract extension with the Timberwolves in June. Um, we'll see what this turns out to. I feel like this is kind of a ridiculous thing to have in a warrant issued for. Um, one one-hundredth of an ounce of marijuana. Yes, in, in, you know, a weapons charge as well, but it was in Texas. So I, I don't feel like the weapons charge is what caused this arrest warrant to be issued. It was the marijuana. So... My opinion, not a big deal. Uh, Brittany Griner is serving nine years in a Russian prison for THC. I don't know how much she had, but this is kind of a silly, this is a silly non-story in my mind. Uh, but here we are talking about it. And that is the latest news. We're going to jump right back into the podcast that we recorded. Thanks. Kevin Durant met with Nets front office today and said he's ready to move forward together. <laughs> Do you believe that at all, Ronnie? <laughs> I don't know. You can't believe anything nowadays, you know, but. I'm excited for it. I, I knew this was going to happen. I knew all the talk about having him traded to the Suns wasn't going to happen. His, he had too much left on his contract, and 
yeah, so now him and Kyrie Irving are going to get back together and let's see how that dynamic ends up being. <laughs> I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that meeting. Like, hey, GM and head coach, I know I just said last week that you guys should be fired. I know, but right? yeah, let's, let's, let's figure this out. Let's, let's work together and move forward. So, yeah, I mean, but- they're going to do it because they need to keep their jobs. But mm-hmm. God, that's just got to be such an awkward situation. Yeah, what could have been said in there that made Kevin Durant say, "Sure, I'll, okay, I'll I'll stay with you." Like, there's, I don't think there's anything where he could have been happy. He's not happy there from everything that went on from last year, and that they couldn't right. trade him. It just was. He's just he's stuck. Have you ever been a, at a job where you're just stuck there? You have to work there. Like you just you have to for finances and everything. There's just like nothing else on the table for you to take, and you just you you feel that feeling of of stuck that's that's him right now he's at his job that he doesn't want to go to but he has to right now there's no way out i feel like every job is like that to a certain <laughs> extent right. i mean if we didn't have to work would we no uh <laughs> but yeah i agree he he the trade market just sort of vanished for kevin durant and i think he realized that and then what do you do if you're kevin durant at this point do you do you double down and not play at all this season and that's only going to hurt your trade value going mm-hmm. forward do you kind of half-ass it and just show up and be disgruntled the whole year? Or do you pretend that you know, you've know you reached a common ground and you're going to move forward and really hope that you get traded before the deadline or, or next offseason or something like that? And that's probably what's going on here. I don't think he really wants to be there. I don't think the front office really wants him there. But they're stuck with each other and they're just going to you know smile and, and play nice until they can get away from each other. Do you think he's going to do anything like John Wall did where he's just just going to not play and do you think anything I don't like think that? So. Yeah. No, I don't I think well John Wall was unhappy because he was going to be used as a role player the Rockets were looking at their 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 young players they were essentially tanking. Uh I don't think they're going to do that. The Nets real the Nets have a le- legitimate chance to win a championship. They have the talent. Yeah. They're this roster hasn't played a lot of time together really at all. Mm-hmm. And they're in the East. They're certainly going to be in the playoff hunt. If they can make it work, they can win a championship. Kevin Durant can drive the bus yeah. or just be a bus driver, a bus rider. <laughs> Who knows? But he, he has a chance to win a championship. I think there's only a handful of teams that have the trade equity that can say that. And most of those teams are like, no, we're not going to do, we're not going to do that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think in, moving forward together. In the end, it just kind of damaged his reputation, really. So, yeah. well, but he's still a great player and a great fit for the team, honestly. So, I think they're a dev, just like you said, a championship contending team. You know, so as long as they could work it out, and as long as he plays, um, it's just yeah. I, I'm interested to see how Irving and Durant look on the court together. How how are the looks going to be? You know, and you know what wins forgive everything you know if they start winning together it's going to be water under the bridge but if the losses start piling up oh man, i hope I... the losses pile up i just <laughs> yeah. want to see that implode <laughs> exactly right man it's going to be a, a crap fest if that happens so we had a third player to the you might have seen the news story which means it wouldn't be that much fun of a trivia question uh kobe mm-hmm. bryant and dirk Nowitzki are the only two players currently on this list with an announcement today, a third player joins this list. Do you want to guess what the list is for and who the player is joining the list? I'm going to say LeBron James because he's been in the league for the longest. So whatever it is, it's probably LeBron. Because It is not LeBron, but no? you're close. Okay. So it's Kobe Bryant and Dirk Nowitzki have played for a single team. That's the key, and that's why LeBron is eliminated oh, for 20 okay. seasons. So a third player will be suiting up for the only team he's ever played for for his 20th season. Uh, Al Harford? Horford? Al Horford has played for many teams across the league. <laughs> <laughs> he was traded to Boston and then traded back to Boston. Who I know who, who I'm thinking of, but I don't know his name. It's, it's I know, a you player never know on the Heat. Name. It is a player on the Heat. You're getting close. But... Oh, yeah. Donis Haslam. I came yep. across it. Yep, Haslam. Yeah. He is returning for his 20th season. He's only, I think he played in 16 appearances last year. Uh, it is kind of funny to be on a list with Kobe Bryant and Dirk Nowitzki and not yeah. nearly have the 
Hall of Fame status that those guys have. But that's crazy to me, though. There's only been three players that have done that. But then you start looking around, you're like, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. The guys that have longevity, like LeBron, he's hopped around to a few different teams. He might mm-hmm. not be done hopping around. Yeah. Um, so yeah on where his son plays, back. right? <laughs> Oh yeah, so I, I mentioned that in the last podcast. Just I did a quick news update, and I'll probably I've probably done the same thing on this one uh, before th- we we officially kicked off here. But LeBron James signed that extension, and the last year uh, is a player option. So the speculation is that he will opt out and try to sign which whichever team drafts his son, mm-hmm. which is kind of an interesting. Well, he said that. He said, whatever team drafts my son, that's the team I'm going to sign for. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's also against the the CBA rules and, and he could get in trouble. He won't. But yeah, so he has a player option. So he set himself up for that. So at least two years in LA, assuming they don't trade him. And then the third year, potentially, if 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 he wants to, but he can opt out of it. Um but yeah, LeBron has played in the league for 20 years, but multiple teams, you know, from Cleveland to Miami, back to Cleveland, and now to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So only three players have been on a single team across 20 seasons, and that is really, really cool to me. I didn't realize Kobe played, or Dirk, played 20 years. That's well, I, yeah, I thought Dirk was 16. I didn't know it was 20 years. That That is really crazy. But doesn't it show, too, that if you just stick on one team, that you're going to win a championship? Because all of those guys have championships, too. That's Haslam, right. Haslam isn't yep. the best player, but because he's stuck on that team for 20 seasons, stuck you on that kind team. of he's stuck playing <laughs> professional basketball in Miami. Oh, yeah. the poor guy. I, know. I mean, he's he's gotten a couple of championships under his belt because yeah, LeBron absolutely. and Dwayne Wade and you know they all came over there. So it just kind of shows you like maybe some other players should think about maybe sticking with one team their whole career because. For one, you're going to be an idol in that city. Everyone's going to know you. And two, you you also have a chance of getting a championship. But then you look at like, I don't know, like let's say Kevin Durant. You know, like he's he's jumped from team to team, and like yeah, he's he's won a couple of championships doing that because he went to Golden State. So I don't know. You could look at it both ways, I guess. Right. I wish more so- players would stick on one team. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's tough it's tough because sometimes it's out of your control right sometimes you get traded and you can't do anything about that so even if you want to stay on one team the team might have other plans for you and and see your value more and and what they get back whether it be draft picks or other players so even if you want to you may not have a choice you may be handcuffed and that's you know that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes yeah and that's why i appreciate booker yeah that's why i appreciate booker so much staying with the Suns, and then you see like the good players good supportive players are coming to him and he's stuck with a team that's drafted him, so I, I really appreciate that. I I think really good players should think about that and maybe just stick on the team and have the other good supporting players go to them. And yeah, eventually, hopefully, the Suns will win a championship too. We should have already, but <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Some bitter. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. The NBA schedule was released, and we didn't have a chance to talk about it, but... I am a big fan of the the first the first two games. It's a doubleheader kickoff. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers to the Boston Celtics visit the Boston Celtics, cool. and the Lakers uh, go to San Francisco to play the Golden State Warriors. I like that both nice. the East and West champions are playing on opening day against you know teams that I mean, those should be good games right? yeah. on paper. Those are good games, so uh, I think that's a really good job. Both teams are playing at home. You know the Celtics and the Warriors. Their their first game is their home opener, and I I think that's a really really cool thing that the NBA did, and I'm I'm excited about it. I, I think that's good. Have you seen or, or was, is there a different set matchup that you would like to see on opening day that you wish they would have done instead, or are you happy with these matchups? The only thing I was thinking about because I I haven't looked at the schedule yet. I'm not like a fan of that. I don't care about that for some reason. But when you said 76ers, <laughs> I would have replaced them with the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh sure, yeah. Because that would have been cool to see Boston Celtics versus Bucks, and then like have those two championship teams or contending teams, you know, play against each other. And then well, I like I, the West. I think West the side. Sixers are also a championship contending team. Yeah, well, I'm but just it, saying, it would have like, been cool to see because, the last the last two Eastern champions play off. Eastern that's Conference what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the most yeah. recent okay. ones. Yep, exactly. And then it would have been Phoenix versus uh, Golden State in the second yep. matchup. Yeah, yeah that, that that would be but, cool. 
But the Lakers won one a couple of years ago, so I'm okay with that too. Yeah. So at the Oscars, they always have the you know the winner of last year's award announces the winner of this year's award. Like I think it's best you know best female actress will announce best male actress this year. That would be kind of cool to have that sort of changing of the guard. Uh, Yeah. All fine and dandy until like Golden State wins back to back, and then you have to. I guess you just keep the most recent non Golden State team in the West. Would yep. continue to play. It's cool to yeah, open it cool. up like that too, because then one of those teams has to lose a game right away. So right, <laughs> I like that too. Yeah, and when you're zero and one in the NBA, it, there's almost no recovering from that. <laughs> exactly, it's, <laughs> it's a long road ahead to even make the playoffs. So, <laughs> I wonder what what makes them pick these teams to to play the first games too. Is that like insight on who they think is going to win the championships, or do you think? I think it's who's going to be a media draw. The Lakers are always a draw. Yeah, uh, for a television audience. And, and Philadelphia you, has a big the Philadelphia, follow. yeah. I, I mean, shocked it's not the Knicks and Celtics, honestly. But yeah, yeah, I was thinking Philadelphia, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, that's that's kickoff, and then they have a, a series of games going up over the next couple of days. They have some foreign games this year. There'll be a game played in Paris and a game played in Mexico City, mm-hmm. and then they've introduced something that I really like, but I just don't necessarily like the matchups. They're calling it Rivals Week where teams will play their quote-unquote rivals. Uh, so some of these matchups make sense. We'll go through them real quick. So you have the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat. That one, to mm-hmm. me, doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah, Boston versus Lakers, right? Uh, that, that one's on there later coming oh, up, okay. but uh, just just be patient. You son <laughs> of uh, so that's that's the first one that they talk about, the, the Celtics and the Heat. It's just like I, I think they're going back to the you know LeBron James versus Kevin Garnett. So, you know, had the big three in Boston and the big three in Miami. So they're trying to relive those glory days. It should be good. Both the teams are very, are, are, you know, playoff teams should be a good matchup. Uh, But it's just, I don't, when you say rivals of the Celtics, I certainly don't think the Miami Heat, I'm more in line with you where I think the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Uh, You have the Clippers and the Lakers. I I like that one. Anytime a a team shares a stadium, you know, that's naturally a a rivalry. So I'm on board with that. Uh, the Sixers and the Nets, I like this one. I don't think it's a traditional rivalry necessarily, but you know, Ben Simmons used to be a Sixer, now he's a Net. James Harden used to be a Net, now he's a Sixer. Yeah, <laughs> just sort of the the dumpster fires that both of those teams have had issues with their star players. Yeah, it's like Simmons. roster rivals. Exactly. Yeah. So. That'll be kind of fun to watch and see because you never know what those teams are even going to look like at that point. Uh, I think the Sixers are going to be really, really good. Yep. I don't know about Brooklyn. They have the, to be now that Durant's going to play. I mean, <laughs> they're, they, I mean they're, they're in better shape with Durant on the court. Absolutely. Yeah. You have the Memphis Grizzlies at the Golden State Warriors. And this cool. one, this is the Christmas Day matchup as well. And they're also playing during Rivalry Week. This is sort of a new rivalry. They've played each other a lot over the history of, of the of the league. But they're both now playoff teams. And we saw a lot of chippiness when they played each other in the playoffs. And even after that series, there's been a lot of jawing back and forth between John Morant and Draymond Green. So mm-hmm. a good matchup. I think this is a good rivalry matchup. Yeah, I like the idea of John Morant versus going up no... Uh... Jokic, I like, I like those two going up against each other. I know, I know they don't play the same positions, but they're just such such good players. And I do think John Morant is in the MVP talks for next year. So, yeah, we'll see about that. We have the Chicago Bulls at the Chicago Hornets. This is going to be the Ball Bowl, Lonzo Ball versus Lamelo Ball. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason why I think this is on here. I, I don't think Skip. they have a historical. <laughs> Did well? Is it? Oh, am I, am I thinking? Yes, that is correct. So Jordan owns, or at least partial owner of the Charlotte Hornets, and obviously mm-hmm. Jordan is a Chicago Bull. Uh, so that that's kind of cool. Oh, okay. I don't necessarily think that that's the first thing that comes to people's mind. Yeah, but, it didn't come to my mind at all, but yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, I even had to check. I'm like, well, I thought he owned the Bobcats, but then the Bobcats changed their name to the Hornets, and yeah. it, it took me a second to uh, to readjust my, my brain here. Um, this one I like, the Dallas Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Yep. That is a rivalry that the Suns have uh, 103 to 84. They have won 103 versus 84 uh, against Dallas. Uh, the most recent win for Dallas is probably the most heartbreaking win for the or heartbreaking loss for the Suns when they knocked them out of the playoffs, despite us being in the driver's seat. So, yeah. Boy, you, I still fresh. is there is there more Suns games? Are you going to go over more Suns games? Because uh, 
I got no, a player in mind that I, that's, that's, that's a rival only, player. That's the only Suns rivalry is the Dallas Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns. How about Beverly, you know, Utah versus the Suns? I'd like to see <laughs> him get smashed by the Suns. But I know we, that Utah is probably not going to be that great this year. So We have the Memphis Grizzlies at the Timberwolves. And I don't really see how that's a rivalry. So if you're aware of how that – they're saying two exciting young guards between Anthony Edwards and John Morant. I don't see that as a rivalry per se. But, you know, whatever. I, I think they did play each other in the playoffs, and I believe the Grizzlies beat them last year. So I think that's where the rivalry is. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the Raptors at the Golden State Warriors. That's another one that I don't necessarily see as a rivalry, but... Was there a championship game played against them when, when Kawhi Leonard won with them? Did they beat the Golden State Warriors to win their championship? I figured they, they did. Placed. Yes, the Raptors okay. beat the Golden State Warriors. So that, that must be it. Uh, the Golden State Warriors were trying to three-peat, and the Raptors did not allow that to happen. Yeah. Uh, so that's a rivalry. Yeah, again, that's not, you know, I don't I don't even know what, if you ask me who the, I would say the Timberwolves are probably the Toronto rivalry just because of proximity, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Toronto maybe. doesn't have a really good rivalry. No, match. they really that's, don't. You can't put like a better team in there, I don't think, but yeah. Yeah, whatever. We have the Nuggets at the Sixers. That's going to be a Jokic versus Joel Embiid matchup. Okay. We're actually, uh, Jokic is losing that matchup four to two. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't see, I see that as a rivalry because of the, the, the top two position players, the top two big men of the game, but I yeah. don't necessarily see that as a team rivalry, but. But you're saying in their matchups in the past, it's been four to two? They've uh, Joel Embiid and Nikolai Jokic have played each other six times with uh, Embiid coming up on top four to two. The okay. series, the historical is 52 to 42, 76ers. So, you know, they yeah. play each other a lot, but that's just because there's a lot of games in the NBA. Yeah. I don't, I just don't see that as like, if you would have told me these teams are, if you would ask me if these teams are rivals, I would have been like, no. Denver and Philadelphia, right. how does that make sense? They both have. Right. You know, mints of the U.S. Treasury, but that doesn't make them rivals. Exactly. You know I love to talk U.S. Treasury, so uh, <laughs> glad I could <laughs> squeeze that in. Uh, the Knicks and the Nets uh, make sense. That's just like the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're New York teams. And then the last one, as you mentioned, the Lakers and the Boston Celtics. And that is a very historical rivalry. Uh, you know, you yeah. had the, the classic Bill Russell versus Will Chamberlain, Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird, Kobe versus Paul Pierce. Now, potentially, you know, LeBron versus Jason Tatum. You have just a lot of historical. Those are two franchises that have been around forever. They've played each other. Oh, God, I'm going to try to do math here. 370 times between regular season and playoffs. Man. Who do you think has more wins in those 370 games? I want to say Lakers. Are you going to say Lakers or you just want to say Lakers? Final answer. Final answer. Uh, the Celtics lead this series by a pretty dominant amount, 206 to 164. Really? Man. Yeah. So this is closing out. This is the game to close out rivalry. Rivalry. Wow. Rivalry week. Uh, rivalry? And I think that's rivalry week. <laughs> you got a little hillbilly in there. Jeez. <laughs> um, so that's that's the perfect game to close it out. That to me is probably the most prominent rivalry in the. Uh, and I'm all self conscious of trying to say. <laughs> that's okay. That's we could do a NASCAR podcast after this if you want. <laughs> um, so that's the that's closing out rivalry week, and I think that's the perfect matchup to uh, to close out the season. Hey, to or go to back to what you said, My- Michael Jordan bought the Charlotte Bobcats for 175 million. So he does own them, and now the Charlotte Hornets are worth 1.5 billion. So good job, Jordan. <laughs> it's quite a return on investment there, right? All right. Um, I want to talk about championships, and uh, you actually kind of mentioned this idea to me earlier in the week. We're going to look at the champions from nine. We say 1990 on. Yeah, yeah. We could do like yeah. We could do 90s. We could throw in maybe a couple 80s if you think. There's any, but yeah, go so ahead. I was, I was a very young child in the eighties. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any of these championship teams. I, I vaguely remember the Pistons winning in 1990. Um, 
and I obviously remember the Bulls, and, and that's really where I started to watch basketball. But mm-hmm. we're we're going to look at the champions, and we're going to kind of discuss who is the champion of champions, which team, which year is the best of this. Now, to qualify, you have to have won the championship that year. So you could make an argument that, you know, maybe the Toronto Raptors were not the best team. Maybe the Warriors were better, but you can't use that Warriors team because the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship. So I can't throw in like the 2006 Phoenix Suns when they lost against the Spurs, even though they should have won? You cannot. (laughs) Okay. You have to have won the championship, which means that Phoenix is not even going to be talked about because they are uh, multiple-time losers of the NBA championship. Unfortunately. So yeah, basically, which team do you think is the best championship team ever? Like if you were to put both of these teams like up head to head against each other, which team would come out on the very top at the end? Like who is the very best? That's a tough tough question because there's a lot of ways you can go on this. There's a lot of teams that won back to back or or three in a row sort of championships. Um, Looking for my dry erase marker so I can (laughs) notes. So I thought an easy way to go about this would be maybe to pick like, just go for like the top five teams and narrow it down first a little bit. Sure. So, Obviously, I I have the Bulls on my list. It's Chicago Bulls. You have to have the Bulls. Yeah, right. Jordan's yeah. Bulls won the championship six times, uh, six times in eight years. You you have to have the Bulls. So yeah, I agree with you. The mm-hmm. Bulls are on the list. So arguably, they they may come on top, but we're also comparing them against like the Lakers, for example. Like the that's the next one I had on my list. Okay, good. Yeah, the so Los Angeles the Lakers. Place. So the Los Angeles Lakers at this time. This was Shaq and Kobe's Lakers. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and we could go to maybe like the Magic and his Lakers, but would you put these, the Kobe and the Shaq Lakers, above the Magic Johnson Lakers? I would just because the Magic Johnson Lakers, I was six years old. So, <laughs> yeah, they, I have no idea what those teams looked like, how dominant they were comparatively. So, okay, so know, yeah, so in 82. This is going to rule out, it's going to rule out here. Right. And. Um, actually, going back to 1980, when I, I believe Magic Johnson was on that time, uh, was on that team, um, they they beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Then in 82, 83, 84, the Lakers won the championship games too, but they only won one out of those three games. So that's why I think the Shaq and Kobe Lakers are a little bit better than them. So I'm going to put them. Sure. So we're going to pick the, the, that particular Laker team, okay. and then. There's the, I don't want them in here, but we have to put them in there. The San Antonio Spurs. Yep, I agree. So it looks like they they, they have those big three. Yeah. And then we got the Golden State Warriors, right? Absolutely. Okay, now I, for this last one, I want to pick a LeBron team, but which LeBron team would you pick? Because there's Cleveland Cavaliers. There's also the Miami Heat team. Or would you go with someone more recent, like the the Lakers team, just recently when they won a couple? Of I'm years not going to do no. I'm not going to do that Lakers team. I think the Shaq and Kobe Lakers team are better than the LeBron and company Lakers team uh, that won in 2020. Yeah. Um, the Heat's tough because do you go with the Shaq Dwayne Wade Heat or do you go with the LeBron Heat? Right, and um, then there's there's also like the, you mentioned the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, they they won, eventually won a championship after. A couple of trial and errors here, but what about the Detroit Pistons from '88 to '90? Would you throw them in there because they were they were going up against Chicago for a while, and Chicago Bulls beat them, but Detroit Pistons were getting a little older too, and they even had like Dennis Rodman on their team too. So they and which Chicago Bulls eventually obtained. So would you throw them in the mix over LeBron no. or any other team? And I I wouldn't just because I I. I don't have the familiarity with them to to say yay okay. or nay, so I'm I'm disqualifying them due to lack of knowledge. Okay, got it. Okay. So So let's let's talk back to you, you mentioned LeBron. Back to Heat so, and Cleveland. Well, yeah. Heat, yeah, the Heat. So let's let's first eliminate that. Is the Shaq Dwayne Wade Heat better than the LeBron um Dwayne Wade Heat? Which iteration of the Heat was better? So I'm looking, and the Miami Heat, they versed the Dallas Mavericks, which they lost 4-2. to two, But then they beat Oklahoma City Thunder, and we know those three guys that they beat to get that. But that was, right. they, the 
Oklahoma City Thunder, they only won one game in that series, too. So the Heat totally blew them out of the water. And then the year after that, they won again against the Spurs. So, boy, that's tough with the Heat. And then I they lost. You, I think you convinced me that it's well, that Well, but team. then they lost against the Spurs the year after that, though. And they only that's won hard. one game. So, yeah. Okay, and then I, going I, to Cleveland, I mean, they only played. Oh, so, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. You're, you're, you're jumping the gun here. So okay. you're saying, what the question was, which iteration of the Heat is better, the LeBron Dwayne Wade or the Shaq Dwayne Wade? I, based off of what you just said, I think the LeBron Dwayne Wade Heat is more deserving than the Shaq. Oh, yeah. Dwayne okay, Wade so Heat. my bad. I forgot that Shaq was on that team. So I wasn't even thinking of that. I was just assuming that. LeBron was on all four of these. Cool. No, no, no. LeBron was on all four of these. When the Heat won in 2006, that was with Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, in 2006. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So I thought we were just deciding on which LeBron team. Should we go with Miami Heat or Cleveland Cavaliers? Yeah, that's where we're getting there. We're getting there, right? Okay. Okay. So the the LeBron version of the Heat is better than the Shaq version of the Heat. I think we agree on that. So now the question is. Is are we taking the LeBron Heat or the LeBron Cavs? And I am gonna take the Miami Heat. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was going over the Heat and who they played. So Cleveland beat Golden State Warriors. I'm sorry, Golden State Warriors beat the Cleveland Cavaliers first time, four to two, and then Cleveland beat Golden State four to three, and then next year after that, Golden State again, Cavaliers lost four to one, and then. Golden State, I'm sorry, Cleveland lost 4-0. to zero. Golden State just blew them out of the water. So I kind of think the Heat team is better for LeBron because Cleveland yeah. only won once, even though they went four years in a row. And LeBron took them there. But... Well, they went four years in a row with the Heat as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah I, think well... the, I think that Heat team's better than the Cleveland Cavaliers edition of LeBron. Yeah. Okay, last team I want to talk about. What about the Toronto Raptors? I know they're only <laughs> together for that one year, but that one year was insanely good. Do you think we should throw them I, in this mix? I don't. I, I love that team, and I actually had some notes I wanted to talk to you about that team, so that was a perfect segue. I don't know if it was planned or not, Ronnie. Okay. But um, I think they got hot at the right time. So yeah. They hit that shot. Game seven, Eastern Conference Finals. That 76ers team, I think, was probably better than this Toronto team. That team had Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, and Joel Embiid all playing together. And game seven, I think it was like four seconds left, tied at 90 when Kawhi hit that shot, that absolutely epic shot that was on you know replays on espn for forever i think it bounced like five times off the rim it literally looked like <laughs> when you watch those crappy tv shows and they take that last second shot and it bounces so yeah. many times you're like that never happens in real life and then right. it actually did happen in real life <laughs> it just like time froze um that shot is what put sent them to the nba finals but i think that team just got hot at the right time and had a motivated Kawhi, which is so dangerous. But I don't think they would be in this conversation. I would say the Giannis Bucks that beat the Suns would be higher than the Raptors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was but thinking did- when you were talking about that last shot, I was thinking about like yeah. one of those carnival games where like the <laughs> ping pong ball bounces everywhere and then it ends up in yeah. like the prize, the biggest prize thing. That was like that shot. Uh, so let's jump. Back to the Kawhi trade real quick because it's an interesting dilemma that these teams sort of had to face. So uh, Kawhi Leonard was unhappy in San Antonio. He wanted out. So they traded him to the Raptors. They got – let's see. They sent Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, and a first-round pick to the Spurs. No. Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard headed to the Raptors. Uh, The Spurs got DeRozan. Jacob Poltiel and a first round pick. Um, they're hoping that they could have re-signed Kawhi for longer. He only left after one year. So the question becomes, mm-hmm. what would you give up if you were guaranteed an NBA championship, but then destined to just sort of be middle of the pack playoff team after that, which is essentially what the Raptors did, right? They gave up DeMar DeLaRozan, who has become a star. Uh, they gave up a first round draft pick, which became a guy who is a starter on the Spurs. Uh, what's his name? 
Keldon Johnson. So he's in. He just finished his third year. He started seventy four games last year, seventeen points per game. He's not you know an all star by any means, but he is a young player that has gotten better each year. So that you know that Raptors gave up on that essentially as well. Yeah. What would you be willing to trade if you knew in return you were going to get an NBA championship? Yeah, I think a good way to look at it is like pick your team, your home team, and pick your best player on that team. Is he worth trading away to get Kawhi Leonard and have a really good shot at winning a championship? So like with us, with the Suns, would we trade away Devin Booker to get Kawhi Leonard? But it wouldn't and be then, Devin Booker today, right? It'd be Devin Booker on his rookie contract still, like his fourth yeah, year. that's true. Where you yeah, still saw all of this potential that he had um, because DeMar DeLarosen was was still on his rookie deal, I believe, with... The, the the Raptors when he was traded. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I take that back. He was on his he was on his second contract, so it would be like Devin Booker today. That's a okay, fair comparison. maybe or like Cunningham for Detroit Pistons, right? Sure. Because yeah. yeah, he's up there and he's one of the better picks out there in the draft. Or, uh, huh? Interesting. Interesting to think about that. Like, would you trade him away? Because then they only got him for one year. He was only on a one-year contract. Kawhi Leonard was right. He was. He only had one year left on his deal, and then he one year they, left. They okay. wanted to extend him, and that was the reason the Spurs had such a hard time moving him. Kawhi made mm-hmm. it obvious he wanted to go to L.A. He wanted yeah. to play in Los Angeles. That's where he's from. That's where his family's from, and he would not sign an extension. So a lot of teams were interested in trading. Like, but it was contingent on him signing an extension. Toronto's like, we'll take them without the extension, and we have a whole year to show them what a cool organization we are, and <laughs> we'll convince them to stay. And it's still mind blowing. He, he won the finals. He, he was the finals MVP, and he's just all peace. I'm going to LA. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, would, and then you look at the Raptors now, and yeah, they're kind of a playoff team, barely, but they're not really a championship contending team. So no, would you middle of the pack? Yeah, yeah. So would you? Accept Kawhi Leonard on your team if it meant like a possibility of like one championship or and then like after that he's leaving and then you're just left with another crappy team. I would say yes. I mean, (laughs) to get the Suns one championship. (laughs) Yes, please. One championship in my lifetime would be amazing. And that's what he did for the Raptors. He gave them their first championship, right? So he he did it. So uh, and then you look like Milwaukee Bucks, for example, like. They finally won their first championship, and I'm looking at all these other teams that like still don't have theirs, but like they want one, which isn't many. It's just the Suns, pretty much. <laughs> but I just I need my championship. I think there's only like six teams left that have never won a championship. So yes, please, I would accept that. So it's even almost, if it meant giving up Booker. It's interesting because the Raptors were almost in the similar position that the Suns are in today. So before they traded for Kawhi, they had made the playoffs. Two, three five seasons in a row they lost in the eastern conference semis the year before that they lost in the eastern conference semis the years before that they lost in the eastern conference finals so they were in the playoffs they were making it out of the first round they just couldn't get over that hump and that's exactly where the suns are today right they made it to the finals once but now they're just kind of stuck in this little rut they can never get over that hump. So they made that big trade and, and that got them over the hump. Since then, you know, the next year, uh, I believe they still had Kyle Lowry. They made it to the Eastern Conference. They basically went right back to they were, right? Eastern Conference yep. Summers lost. Then they didn't make the playoffs. They had a miserable year. They were 27 and 45, 12th in the conference. Um, and then, you know, last year they lost in the first round of the playoffs. So they're just sort of, you know, there. Yeah, and they're back to the the sort of the the worst spot to be. I think is you're not rebuilding; you're trying to retool, but there's not enough tools to to get you over the the top. Um, so yeah, I I agree with you as a Suns fan. I want to see him win his championship. If that means we have to get rid of Devin Booker, who is our star right now, to bring in it doesn't have to be Kawhi Leonard to bring in player ABC, and he leads us to a championship, and then he disappears, and we're back to normal Suns, which is. You know, eighth seed or not making the playoffs, I, I'm willing to make that trade any day of so, the week. So there are particular players in the league that I don't want to win a championship with. Like, I I don't want a super team built just to win the Suns as championship. So, for example, like, I do not want Kevin Durant and LeBron James to team up and, like, come over here and win the Suns a championship and then leave next year. I 
I feel like that's a fake championship. That's like, yeah, we won, but like, that's different for me. And it's weird to say that because I just said I would like Kawhi to come over here and win a championship, but we'd also be giving up like Booker, as I said, you know, I wouldn't want to like add Kawhi Leonard to the Booker team because I feel like that's like unfair. Those are like two of the best players ever. So, so is the I Raptors like, championship a illegitimate championship in your eyes because no, they traded I actually, one of their core young players, their Devin Booker, away to no, bring in Kawhi Leonard? I think that is a legit championship, and I think they earned it, and I think it's a really good one because just what you were saying, they were a playoff team. They needed to do what they needed to do to get over the hump and become a championship team. And Okay. So you're saying you don't want to see DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker all leave. To be replaced by LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Kevin Durant, and then they win a championship, and then they leave. Because then it's literally right. just a a bus stop. Yeah, I don't want to see that either. But I also don't want to see Kevin Durant or LeBron James, either one of them, come over to the Suns. I know they never will, but okay, okay. But, but I just don't want to win a championship that way. I want to earn it the right way, where you just you work hard for it, and you don't just build a super team just to win a championship. Like LeBron That's, has done in the past. Yeah. I mean, essentially what the Raptors did, though, right? They they built a super team by acquiring Kawhi. Well, okay. So when Chris Bosh, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade all got together and went to Miami Heat, and they won championships over there, that's how I do not want to win a championship. Okay. I understand. But you take like a team like um, San Antonio Spurs. You know, they, they kept building and building and getting pieces here and there. And that's kind of like how, how I feel like the... Uh, Raptors did they they kept putting pieces together and they finally won their championship they got that last piece which was Kawhi Leonard and they gave up a lot so yeah I don't okay. want to win a championship by building a super team <laughs> that's all fair enough yeah I, I I would I would absolutely make that trade if it was going to bring back a championship um, yeah the Suns team right now I mean they were in the NBA finals two years ago they lost the east uh, the western semis last year I don't know if that's a sign of things to come, but if you were to ask me this question for the Suns after they lost the NBA Finals, my answer would be a resilient no because they had yeah. all the pieces in place. They were so close. But now, <laughs> after yep. the playoffs that we just had, it's it's a little a little more thought provoking and then you know, it's yeah. It's you there's no guarantee you're ever gonna win an NBA championship, so it's sort of a, a flawed exercise if I we're say going you're guaranteed on year to three. win it. Exactly. We're going on year three. We're getting a little bit older, especially with Chris Paul. But then again, like what I say, team chemistry, right? And then they they just they got a couple of new pieces. They got rid of a couple of old pieces. So I don't know. What's, do you want to keep that team together or do you just want to? I think with you, you'd want to get rid of Chris Paul and get a younger point guard, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We saw I mean, Chris Paul literally disintegrate before our eyes in the playoffs. <laughs> He like he had his birthday, and then he's like, "Oh well, time to get my AARP card," and he just couldn't. He couldn't play. Yeah, it's it's tough after what happened in the playoffs, but I think, I think you're gonna see that it was just a fluke in the playoffs. Like, I I keep saying it, but whatever. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yes, let's Suns get back come, on track here. Suns will get back, and they'll they're gonna be a, a contending team again. They might just break their records of they of wins that they got <laughs> last season too. So all right, we'll see. So That's wait, the... so going back to the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, we have, okay, it we're was, back to the Raptors now. Okay. Yeah, just real quick, I just want to talk about the championship team. So they had Pascal Siakam, Danny Green, Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, and Serge Ibaka. Those are like the biggest the players on the team. Yeah. So you don't so you don't think that team is any better than any of the, these other teams that we were talking about? Uh, so we, we agreed that there would be five. Who are you right. taking that, off that of this was, list if we're going right, to keep was, it at five? That was like the sixth team. So I was just <laughs> asking, like with those players, like do you think there's any team that the Raptors would beat? Like I the, would put them, God, no, I don't think so. I don't think Do you so. think they would beat the Spurs? I, that's who I was looking at initially, but that Tim Duncan team, those teams were so good. They played such good mm -hmm. defense. And I believe... Kawhi Leonard was on those teams. Was he not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was. <laughs> I, I think he was for that last year. Yeah. So 2013, 2014, I believe he was on those on that mm -hmm. team. So I'll look real quick. That's sort of a, a neutralizing factor in that regard. 
Yep, but they beat the they beat the um Shaq team, they beat the LeBron team yep. for the Heat. Yep. So that's that's why I'm picking that's why I'm picking them over these twenty nineteen Toronto Raptors. Yes, Kawhi Leonard was on that championship team. Nice. Very interesting to, to see that. So okay, that's so our, we got that's our, our five, final right? five. We got our five. The Bulls, the okay. Jordan Bulls, the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, the Spurs, which I believe probably includes David Robinson at some point. I don't know when he retired. Mm, I don't think it I, does. I bet he would be on that 2003 team that won. Yeah, but I want to put that team over any of these teams that we have. Though. David Robinson. But it's the same team, isn't it? What, what, so I, when I'm looking at the Spurs, I'm, you're I'm not at post Robinson Spurs. You're looking uh, yeah, at I'm, Ginobili, exactly. Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan. Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Okay, like the, that team is is hard to beat when it comes to all five. So okay, fair enough. I, I guess to narrow it down, like who do you think is like the the fifth team and the fourth team then like who do you think is the right. worst out yep. of all these five? i'm looking at that right now and i'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this but i would say the jordan era bulls are probably four or five really? when you wow. look at that roster you have jordan and then you just kind of have some you know pippen was an all-star but a lot of those guys are just they're just guys that were pieces around jordan they weren't difference makers Jeez, I can't believe you're picking that team. Okay, so we're so when I go to the roster, when I which which one? So I'm gonna go to like the later Bulls, the the second three peoples. I think they were slightly better than the earlier Bulls team. Okay, would you agree enough. with that? Um, okay. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not super certain of that. That was a long time ago. They beat the Utah Jazz those those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Maybe. well they it was. Portland, I'm going by memory. I think it was Portland and then the Phoenix Suns and I forget the That's, that's team the first that. three peak team. Right. Yeah, that so was the Lakers, first Lakers, Blazers, Suns, then the Rockets won two years of a row two years in a row. And then it went back to yes. the Bulls, the Sonics, the Jazz, and the Jazz. So that last team that won the championship uh was made up of obviously Michael Jordan. Um yeah, Tony Kukoc, Tony Kukoc was a good Steve one. Steve Kerr, Scotty Pippen, yep. Dennis Rodman. But Those are the main ones. Yep. Tony Kukoc was Kukoc. It doesn't matter. He was he was <laughs> he was towards the end of his career at that point. Was he not? No, he wasn't. No, I think he was a rookie on that team. I think he, he came in and yeah, I, he was a young guy. I could I be wrong. I don't think that team is going to beat anybody on this list. No, really? Wow. Okay, so are you picking them as your fifth team? I, I based off what I just said, yes. I mean, it feels wrong. Don't get me wrong. You, I'm not like so. <laughs> so you think? Let me get this straight. That the Spurs Chicago and Bulls, Bulls are, my, are are my four and five team. Where they land, it, it flip a coin. Maybe sometimes the Bulls win, sometimes the Spurs win. I would say the Spurs yeah. are my fifth place team. I'm going to write a five next to them in dry erase marker, so it's official. And then <laughs> I'm going to put Bulls as my fourth place team. Okay. All right. I, what are, what are I, your four and five? I'm I'm thinking actually as I'm talking out loud too. So I feel like the I think feel like the Spurs would be my fifth team. I don't. Okay. I I know who they beat, but I think they're beatable. I think Greg Popovich did a really good job against the teams he was facing, and he found some flaws in those teams where he was able to, you know, like for example, like he. He was doing the hack a shack and stuff like that, you know, when they, right. they beat them. And um, he, he kind of found some things where he was an excellent coach. And so I think that's partly why the Spurs won. But I don't actually think the Spurs roster would beat the Chicago Bulls, you know, with Jordan and Pippen and all them. Sure, sure. Rodman rebounding. I, I don't think they would beat them. Who is your third team then if those are your four and fives? I was just thinking about that, Ronnie. So thank you <laughs> for that. I'm probably gonna go with the Shaq Kobe Lakers as my number three. Yeah. Cause I, I think I would go with the LeBron team, you know, which which one did we decide on? The Heat, right? The Heat. The Heat. 
Okay, so yeah, I would put probably put them as my three. So the bulls are your four? Who's your <sighs> four? Because you I, went from I, five to three. Okay, my bad. So that. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna move bulls up. And I think they're gonna be Okay, so I'm So your five is the Spurs. <laughs> your four is the heat. My four would be the Miami Hold on, I'm deciding between the Lakers and the Heat. Okay. So I think I would pick let me look at this roster real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so Cleveland, I know they had all those big three, right? You could say Lakers Cleveland. Have been... Cleveland's not on the list. Oh, you're talking about who did I'm the sorry, Lakers beat? Heat. Nope, the heat. I was talking about the Heat. Okay, with, the Heat with the, had with LeBron. Chris Bosh, uh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron, obviously, are mm-hmm. the big three. Um, additionally, they had... They had a lot of older guys that came to the team as well to kind of like Mike Miller was was a contributor, uh, Rashad Lewis, Jawan Howard, uh, That's a good one. Mario Chalmers, Shane Battier, Ray Allen was on that team. I forgot about Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah, he was the biggest one. I don't think John yeah, yeah. Howard really played though. I think he was just I don't on think the so bench. Just a name that I recognized. Yep. So yeah, and then old. going to the Lakers team, like I I picked this one with like there's Kobe Bryant. Let me make sure I pick the Shaq one. Yeah, there he is. Okay, so. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, Shaq, of course. Then they have Derek Fisher. He was really good. Greg Foster was a huge guy. Rick Fox. Paul he was an amazing. No, we might, be at, that we might be looking at different teams, but yeah, the yeah. one I'm looking at had Kobe. Oh, this one did not have Shaq. You're right. This one was uh, Ron Atez. So oh. this one is still, but still, there's some big names. Like so, there's Horace Grant, Ron Harper, Robert Horry was on this team. What year? What this, year are we looking at? Are we looking at 2002? This, this one is 2000, 2001. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they made a couple of changes. So you said Paul Gasol came on the team after that? He came in for the, the second series where they won gotcha. uh, where they won championships in 2009, 2010. They're still good. Man. Robert Horry, so, yeah, Big Shot Bob, Shaquille O'Neal. When you have Robert Horry on a team, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's one ridiculous. of those guys that just puts you over the top. He's, you and then, don't need him to be, you know... Right. And the Lakers were so dominant too. So they won four and two, four and one, four to zero against Pacers, which you know Reggie Miller, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. I don't really remember who was on their team. That doesn't. I, this is a time when I wasn't watching in the league. And then they also beat the New Jersey Nets after that too. Just smashed them. So, and then they traded Shaq. Right. That's after that they traded him and got rid of him. Yeah, they had a falling out. Shaq left. Mm. Jeez. So. Do I think the San, the Los Angeles Lakers is better than the Miami Heat with LeBron James or the Chicago Bulls? Oh my god, Jonathan, help me out. What do you think? What's, what's... <laughs> As you were doing this, I put my one, two, three, four, five in order. <laughs> I'm still waiting on your four. You put the five, you put the Spurs Jeez. as fifth. So I mean, th- these are all good teams, right? There's a reason they all won multiple yeah. championships. Um, they have talented rosters that are are filled with great basketball players. Um, you could make an Which argument for the any best? one of these. I, I mean, I, I have a one next to one team on mine, and I'll, when we get there, okay, so I'll, let's I'll just skip those teams then, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so, so if you want, I can go over mine. So I'll, yeah, go I'll, ahead. I'll, I'll count backwards. So the Spurs, I have his five, which you do as well, for the, all the reasons we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, I have the Bulls. They were a fantastic team. Michael Jordan is is certainly considered the greatest of all time by many people. Um, but those teams were Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. They were one superstar teams, or one one or two superstar teams, not the teams that you have today. Yeah. Number three, I have the Los Angeles Lakers, the Shaq and Kobe edition. Uh, you know, we went over their roster just a second ago with Derek Fisher, um, Robert Horry. A very, very talented team that was built around Shaq and Kobe and what they were able to do. Number two, I have the Miami Heat, the LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh team that had Ray Allen as well. They just, they were all, that's where you started getting these guys that were going to follow LeBron to win rings. They're yeah. they're taking you know the the veterans minimum and they're joining a team just to contribute and and to potentially get a ring. Yeah, and um, this is like so, prime LeBron too. 
This is absolutely prime LeBron, yeah. So that's my number two team. And then my number, my number one team is the Golden State Warriors. And we just see, you know, the number of times they've made the playoffs, made the NBA Finals, won the NBA Finals. You know, it's 2015, 2016, they lost the Finals. They won it in 17 and 18. They lost it in 19. And then they had a couple of down years, but then... They won it again last year. They can score points in buckets, and their defense, as we saw this last year, was was very underrated. Uh, Prime Steph would be probably tops in my book of who I want to take a lot last second shot. He is mm-hmm. just money, uh, and and that's the reason why I have that. They play. Steve Kerr coaches them well. That they're not. I don't think Steph Curry is as talented as LeBron is, but. The co- head coach puts those guys in a position to be successful. He plays to their strengths, and they're just – I think they could beat just about anybody. Okay, so after all this talk, I I can't believe I'm coming to this conclusion, but I honestly think that the Lakers might be the best team out of all these teams. The reason okay. being is because I, I did have Golden State at number one because they've had so many years that they were in the in the finals. But when I started thinking about it, I was like, okay, so – Let's say you put Kobe on Steph Curry. Let's say you put Shaq on um, Draymond Green. Like, Shaq is going to tear him apart. Kobe and Steph are kind of similar, where they, they would go head to head. They would put really good battles together. But prime Kobe, do you think it would take Steph Curry? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. And then their supporting cast with, I, I, I know Golden State Warriors have Clay Thompson, but. Those, that Lakers team, you know, they had a lot of lot of good players yeah. that we named off too. Yeah, they did. Um, it's really tough because now you have me second guessing, but I, I've already written yeah. it down. I'm not changing my answers. Uh, <laughs> I, I I agree with you. I I don't know if I would move them past Golden State. I might switch the Heat and the Lakers two and three, but I mean, Prime Kobe and Prime Shaq was was a pretty big force to reckon with. I'm just looking at who they. They played, right? They lost one to the Celtics. Nope. I'm looking at the wrong year. Let me go back. Um, actually, they didn't lose at all, did they? <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. They beat the Pacers, the Sixers, and the Nets. But I, I don't think that those teams were as talented as the Lakers, you know, 2009, 2010, mm-hmm. where they beat the uh, – that, that would have been Dwight Howard's magic in uh, 2009. Yeah. It could have been Shaq's magic too. No, Shaq didn't return to the magic. Oh, my bad. I was thinking. I was looking at a different magic. I was looking Houston yeah. versus Magic. Yep, you're right. <laughs> My bad. Um, I was like, that's not possible. They beat the Celtics, where they put together the big three one year. The Celtics beat them one year, where they had you know Kevin Durant, Ray Allen, and um, Paul Pierce. I that's a good team. Phil Jackson was a, a just like Greg Popovich, a fantastic yeah. head coach. And you I think pick you maybe apart. they 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 played at the the height of their potential. Uh, I just. You know, you got to score points to win basketball games. I don't think there's a team that can score points the way Golden State can score points. Okay, so I know you're not going to agree with me, but do you think at all that Chicago Bulls would beat that team? No. I mean, there's no. <laughs> I mean, if you played them in a seven game series, I I think it wouldn't be a sweep, but I I think the Bulls would lose to the Golden State Warriors. I don't know. So remember, so Chicago won six all like all the yeah. times that they're yeah, in yeah. the finals. They beat the Lakers, Trailblazers, Suns, and then Seattle Supersonics, Utah Jazz twice. And it wasn't so none of those teams that they played against won three games against them. So and then it's it's ridiculous. Like Chicago Bulls are so good. Think about who's gonna like it would be Kobe versus um, Michael Jordan, right? And then, but then I think like Shaq versus Dennis Rodman, or it would probably be Luke Horace Longley. Grant, or yeah, doesn't yeah. So yeah, Luke Longley versus Shaq. I think those, those that would actually be a decent matchup, but it I still think Shaq would match. Shaq I, I still think Shaq would win. No, Shaq would absolutely win that matchup. Huh? So do we have our answer then? I mean, I have my that... answers. I... <laughs> <laughs> You're not changing it. I'm not changing I it, no. I think the Lakers beat the Bulls. Hmm. Lakers beat the Bulls. So the Lakers is... what? Okay. 
One so last you, you have given me one and five. You have not filled <laughs> in the middles. And I, I think you've probably – I think you're confident on your five. I don't know that you're confident on any other uh, – So this I, is – okay, this is my order after reordering it in my head after talking it through with you out loud and everything. So it would be Spurs five. My four would be Heat. My three would be um, the – it would be the Golden State Warriors, two Chicago Bulls, and then one the Lakers. Okay. But gosh, there's so many arguments, and then you like think about the matchups. You know, like who the who they would be playing against, and like who would win those one on one matchups. I think they're like kind of like what you said earlier. I think there would be some nights where Kobe would take Jordan, but Jordan would take Kobe also because they're similar. And right. I don't think anyone could stop Shaq. So I think if there's like the upper hand there. But do you think Phil Jackson would have been smart enough to, you know, see that Shaq couldn't shoot any free throws too? You oh, think sure, he would have figured sure, that sure. out? He would have figured that out, but you can't only foul him so many times and you start having guys foul out. You right. can't sha- you can't uh hack a Shaq the entire game. Yeah. Boy, all right. I I think we tough. have it. I I think so unless let- one other team though. What about the oh, Houston Rockets geez. with oh, Hakeem Olajuwon? <laughs> you know, they went back to back with what Rudy Tom Jonovich as their head coach. Mm-hmm. Who else was on that team? So, yeah, there's let's look at this. I'm going to pull it up here. I only remember Hakeem, so that kind of might give us our answer right there. Yeah, but I think that does let me give see us if there's any more. Right there. Sam Cassell, Vernon a good Maxwell, one. Robert um, Horry was on that team. Yeah, of course. Um, Clyde Drexler, Kenny yep, Smith. Yep, he was on. Well, was Clyde on a winning team, or was he on that one losing team with Charles Barkley? He was on the team that won um, the second the second of their back-to-back. I, didn't, I don't have the first okay. one up. Okay, I have I, the I first looked, one up. He wasn't okay. on that one. He was on the second one then. with uh, Kenny Smith that was on there. Otis Kenny Thorpe, Smith, I remember yeah. him. So Otis so Thorpe they was had not a on the decent team. team. So they had like really good above-average players with Hakeem Olajuwon. So, yeah. Yeah, I think Lakers would beat them. Well, I think... Yeah, I think Sam Cassell and, and Kenny Smith and Robert Horry, especially Robert Horry at this time, were, mm-hmm. were better than average. But yes, I think this team was built around Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. And I just don't think if any of these LeBron teams would beat the Lakers or the Bulls because, I don't know, they're just, they're beatable, right? So I, I don't, I don't yeah, I they're think they're beatable, in the talk, but, but... Nobody, nobody could really line up with LeBron. LeBron could literally play any position on the floor uh, and be really, really good at it. So that that makes it hard to to say, oh, well, Kobe will shut him down. No, I don't think he will. Shaq will shut him down. No, I, I don't think he will. You, you gotta you gotta have double teaming on him, and then you know Ray Allen is gonna hit you with his shots. Dwayne Wade is still Dwayne Wade. Uh, Chris yeah. Bosh wasn't a dominant center, but he was still a big enough body to slow Shaq down and and put some defensive pressure on and. You know, wait for the double team to come and help on those sort of situations, but I think I think Shaq is more valuable on the Laker team than Kobe is when they're matched up against the Heat. Yeah, because I feel like the Kobe versus Dwayne Wade and or LeBron is is a, a little bit even more evenly matched than Shaq. I mean, Shaq is probably. I mean, there's nobody on these five teams that can guard Shaq. <laughs> right. That's what I'm thinking. Like when you match him up against some other center, right. Shaq's taking it, right? And that's prime Shaq. Like you could not stop him when he was on the Lakers. I mean, I couldn't stop him today. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I couldn't stop him ever. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's a force to be reckoned with in the NBA, and and that's why he, you know, he was so successful was because he just he was unstoppable. He was unguardable. He was going to beat you sooner or later, but. The Golden, in my opinion, the Golden State Warriors play team basketball better than all these other, all these other teams on here, and that's the that's the difference maker. So you're you're still putting them as number one as the best. Golden State, yeah. And I'm actually really surprised at my conclusion. I thought I was going to have Golden State at, at number one, but I thought I don't know. But then I was kind of going back and forth with the Chicago Bulls, you know, because because the Chicago Bulls, you know, but the Lakers are right. my number one. I just yeah. I can't see the Lakers letting the Warriors beat them. I know that the, the Warriors have the outside shot and everything, but there's so much size and man, Kobe for like 
put Kobe on on Clay Thompson, put Kobe on on Curry, and then you have like Jamon down low, and there's he. Shaq is dominating anyone that's down low on him. Yeah, but the Warriors move fast. Shaq does not. Yeah. It's they're gonna have the speed and they spread the floor. So Shaq on the perimeter is very ineffective on the defensive side. Well, okay, so let's say you have Shaq down low and he's just defending his house, you know, like no one could get down low. And then you have the rest of the team, all four guys guarding the perimeter. What about that? Three second violation. That's a technical foul. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that. But there's going to be one guy down there that he's close enough so he doesn't get yeah. a three second. No, I mean, I, I say what you're saying. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I just think that they move the ball so well. And outside of Shaq and Kobe, you just kind of have some okay guys. I think, I just think the Warriors are going to win. I think their style of basketball is too fast for Shaq to be able to keep up. I mean, you remember when Shaq was on the Suns with Steve Nash? That guy looked gassed going up and down the court. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't. He can't play that kind of ball. Now, that was a, a non-prime Shaq. That was a, a few years beyond his prime Shaq. But mm-hmm. he was never a, a a fast-paced guy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was he was pretty athletic when he was younger, though. But, yeah, when you look at the later years, yeah, you, that kind of has an effect on me, too, you know, because, yeah, he was super slow and yeah you couldn't keep up with the other guys the more athletic guys and also to support your golden state warriors the los angeles lakers the 99 to 2001 that was the team that won the most games with 67 wins but the golden state warriors are at the top of the list in their 15 16 season with 73 wins that's the best ever that any team has ever done in the regular season second is chicago bulls twice though from 95 to 97 they got two years with 72 wins and 69 wins. Yeah, wins don't mean much in the grand scheme of things to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because we saw the Suns last year had the winningest record in basketball. Yep. It just, 23rd it, on the list with you that. You got to win the championship at the end of the day to, to have it really mean anything. So, um, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I, I, I'm happy with my list and just kind of review them real quick. So, for me, going backwards, I have the Spurs, the Jordan Era Bulls the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, the LeBron Heat, and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, You have, going backwards from five, the San Antonio Spurs, the LeBron Heat, the current Golden State Warriors, the Jordan-era Bulls at two, and Shaq and Kobe being the the champion of champions. Yeah. I, I think if Golden State played against those Lakers, I think Lakers would come out on top. Could be totally wrong though. I wonder, then, I wonder if you could sim this in NBA 2K. They have like those legends teams. Yeah, that's what I was uh, going to ask. Yep, I yeah. completely would love doing that, and not just uh, you know, hit the button and you know, it comes up with the stats afterwards. No, I want to actually like, see the players. No, I'm just going to hit the button. <laughs> no, <laughs> I want to see. I want to watch that. I want to live twitch that. That's what the kids call it: live twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's called epilepsy, know. Ronnie. <laughs> God, man, I can't believe I came up with that conclusion. I, I can't believe I, I'm picking the Lakers. I, I thought they were going to be like fourth. But yeah. then I started thinking about it, and I'm looking at the roster. I, I, got, I had to move them up to the first. I just can't see anyone beating Shaq. And Kobe Bryant, come on. He's like, he's like a clone to Michael Jordan. Yeah. Interesting. Well. That's that's the way it goes sometimes. So yeah, we'll, I'll see if I can get it set up to sim those. That might be interesting to watch. But yeah. uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed the show and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank you. <laughs>